welcome to the It's Nothing Serious podcast, where we talk all things dating and relationships. I'm Kat. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Kyle. Today we are going to have our last episode of Getting to Know the Pod Squad. We're going get, to get to know Kyle, his dating history, if he's dating anyone right now, and what's happening in his life. But first, you guys, this is our third episode. It is. We're just getting in the swing of things. Time, time flies. And I feel like by this episode, we're kind of more comfortable compared to the first one that we ever did, you know? Yeah, the first one, I felt like we were extremely uncomfortable and no one really knew what to do. Oh, and definitely. It feels way more comfortable now. Yeah, I feel like we got the flow of things and um, in terms of how we converse and talk and, you know, it's just, it feels like you're not, you're having an actual conversation with a group of friends that you kind of sit down together, like like how you would normally, you know? Yeah, it's a lot more fluid. We're a little bit sad. The intro song that I wanted, I wanted this Pop Smoke song, the Something Special, which is also like a sample of Fabulous Into You. And it just wasn't working out and spot, it's all fucked up. So we couldn't get the song we wanted. Yeah. At the end of the day, I don't want to get, or we don't want to get hit with like copyright stuff. And the way Anchor works, um, Anchor is how we distribute our podcast, by the way. Like, um, they're owned by Spotify and they allow us to use Spotify songs, but it's either you hear the full three, four minutes of this Pop Smoke song and then we come in or... Um, if you're like a free Spotify user, you hear like a random 30 seconds of the song and all of a sudden we start talking about relationships and stuff. So it's kind of, it's kind of tough, but we will, we will work on it and, 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 uh, you know, kind of figure out our own intro song. So like <laughs> you guys, you want to acknowledge that? I got it. <laughs> if, okay, if you, if you heard a previous episode and you hear a little, little like animal sounds, who is that? Let them know uh pete is our fourth podcast member but we only let him on sometimes he is <laughs> my cat who also is very similar to a dog he is just very sad he's not part of it right now i have him in my room if you hear us laughing randomly it's because <laughs> we can hear him meowing from the other room so i think we should just have our opener be pete meowing he would have a full conversation. There's no word of a lie on that. But anyways, going back to the song, we I'm sad. I did a whole, I was like in bed one day researching songs, figuring out which song would sound the best, which had to do with our podcast. And I sent Kyle and Chelsea like samples of the song playing. And then I even like transitioned it out by turning the volume down. And then I made them hear what it would sound like for our intro and our outro. And now we can't do it. So I'm devastated. But we'll figure it out. It's a learning curve. We're gonna we're gonna we'll have an intro and an outro. Yeah, this is our, so it's called our first outro. podcast, so I don't know. Yeah, we're figuring it out. I'm sad, but it's all good. We will we will move past. Okay, Kyle. What's up? Can you uh take us back? I already want to start. You wanna start like some middle school I, shit? I think you gotta start with some yeah, middle go, school start from shit. The beginning. Well, He's, I know. Do you guys do you guys count middle school relationships as like a as a thing where you, you go on you go out for like I'm doing air quotes right now if you can't see. Well, you probably can't see because you're listening, <laughs> but like three days and you break up and then, mm, you know, like. I mean, not really. It depends. How serious was it? Yeah. <laughs> How serious were you in the three days? <laughs> I had like, I don't know. I feel like it depends what your middle school, like, I feel like I had a couple like long-term distance relationships when I was in middle school, but. We would like hang out like a few times and then it was super awkward. Their parents would be home and we didn't really, it was uncomfortable. It's weird though. Cause like our perspective on dating, like we're you know, middle school, junior high, you're like 11, 12, 13. Like 
we don't know shit about dating, man. God, We're just no. kids. Like our perspective of dating was probably based off of like shit we saw in movies and like on TV, and then we just kind of tried to apply it to how we I don't know with like with people in school. You know, it's kind of weird. So then, like, when did you start? having girlfriends that were longer than three days like in high school did you date someone for like four days yeah like five maybe <laughs> you know well middle school i don't know i don't i don't count that but yeah my first kind of solid <clears throat> relationship was in high school i think it was like 11th grade i was yeah 11th grade and then this relationship kind of last wait, not kind of it did last like it was four and a half years Shit. So, how did you meet tell us the beginning from the get-go yeah sure um so basically, we we met through friends, through friends of friends, it was mutual friends. And then back then, the way we all chatted up to each other was MSN. Oh, back in MSN days. MSN days, yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. God. Did you set your status to her name with hearts? No, that was some middle school shit, but... <laughs> well, you were too cool for that. I don't know why I was. I'm not sure. Can't remember. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah, no, we, we, didn't, we didn't do that um at all but it was like through friends of friends and then it was kind of like a referral from a homie of mine referral like, refer like, yeah. like refer it, a friend program it was it was because like <laughs> hey he's like hey i'm talking to this girl right now she has this friend i think i think she's kind of cute you want to talk to her i'll give you her um her hotmail or whatever oh wait, add, wait, her wait, wait, wait. add her on msn oh yes you remember that that's that's how i don't think i ever did that but you just added her on msn and started chatting her up you're like my my friend referred you to me yeah honestly it was like hey i'm so-and-so's friend he gave me your email how's it going and that's how it started yo. we would do that all the time that's like the, the, time. the like 90s way of dropping into someone's dms mm-hmm. yeah when you do the offline online offline online to let them know like when you get home from school Bing, bing, bing. I'm online. Come talk to me. That was that was the thing back then, you know? Yeah, because it would pop up on the side. When my first boyfriend, same thing. We started chatting through MSN. And when I would see his name pop up, I actually knew what time he was going to go on. You'd get home from school and you would just like wait. And I would like wait for him to talk to me. And he normally wouldn't because he played it cool. And it worked. Because yeah. then I would message him every time and be like, hi. I don't even know what I would say. I don't know. The shit I used to do. You remember how you used to put like um, lyrics, music lyrics in your, in yes. your thing? Yes. Oh. I'd put some really sad shit and, and just wait for a girl to be like, are you okay? Oh, well, it does some sappy ass shit. I would put some like romantic things in, like some cryptic things to be like, oh, I'm thinking of you. Or like, I'm so into you. How we were just talking about that. I'd do that. I'd post that in my uh, status. Is that what you would call it back then? Was that's, it a status? A status, yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what it was. Okay. I, I don't know. I can't remember. Okay, so you slid into her DMs. On MSN. MSN, on MSN. Yeah. On, on, and, that's, and that's basically how it started. So we just started talking on MSN like almost every single night. Keep in mind that we were at different schools. Right? That's tough. And- so she grew up in like, um, what's that? Like Tyndall Park. And I'm from Transcona. So Ooh, like that's that, far, that's far. Especially when you're in high you're, school, in high school, yeah, that's far, man. It's far now. Shit, like a, I know. But like when you're in high school, like you you don't know the other side of the city. It's like it's like another country to you, bro. That's like a 45 minute bus ride. You need your you passport, know? pass, lash. Yeah, get exactly. that baby stamped. <laughs> Region and lash. Once it turns into Naren, you gotta get it stamped. Yeah, like when I used to bust her, I used to bust her a place actually, because like I didn't have I didn't have my license until. I turned 18. I like I failed my driver's license like test like four times. Like my my driving test four times. So I I've I've bust to her place. Like anytime there was like um 
those days off of school, mm-hmm. right? It, I'd just be like, I wake up at like 6 a.m. Because it, it took two buses. Wow. To get would to she never come to you? Why would she come to me? Well, actually, eventually she started coming to me. But I would always go to her place, you know? That, that's, the, that's a very generous thing. But yeah. also, why did I not know that you failed four times? I'm in your car all the time. I feel like <laughs> this is important information. Well, like, I feel like you guys would have expected it because you guys freaking criticize my driving all the time. You never let me drive on trips or nothing. It's no. like, she's not driving. <laughs> <laughs> we don't not let you drive, but it's just... Don't don't tell anyone else this. Now they're never going to let you drive. <laughs> I'm Kat's fine now. going to tell everyone. I'm okay now, I think. <laughs> it's like, on the podcast, so... They're gonna know. No one's listening to this, yo. (laughs) Hey, now, rude. Four (laughs) times, you guys. Four times. Is that a big deal? I mean, I've never heard of anyone failing four times before. So yeah, like the physical driving test, or do you drive the like the beginners? You did you pass beginners first time? Yeah, the written test. Yo, flying colors. Okay. So what? Did you fail on Pete? You guys, I'm so sorry. Pete is just trying to say hello. It's just, um, it was just, I don't know. I feel like I shouldn't have failed. It was the weirdest thing. So there was one time I was, um, I was, I pulled up to a stop and I was waiting to turn left and I looked both ways. And then just when I was about to move, a car came out of nowhere and then the dude hit the brakes and it was automatic fail. Hmm. But when I actually passed, the weirdest shit, when I actually passed, um, I had two driving instructors. Um, so there was one driving stu- instructor that was training and then the dude that was like, um, I guess, um, uh, what's it called? I guess like evaluating him was in the back seat. So I had two dudes. They were just probably scared for the <laughs> instructor. Yeah. And they could not like, they couldn't do two things at once. So they were not multitasking. So they were just paying attention to each other. And then you passed, even though maybe you shouldn't have. And here we are today. Hey, I don't know, man. All I know is I passed and I whip it around now. So I'm done with that. Skirt, skirt. <laughs> yeah. But even still, even still, I got my driver's license. I didn't have a car. I, I would have to borrow my parents. But on the days off, obviously, I didn't have a car. So I'd, I'd bus to her place. I'd wake up at 6 a.m., took two buses, almost an hour just to get to her place. And then we would just kind of kick it all day at her, at her, at her spot. You'd have to hang out all day because if you're taking, and I feel like that's what it was when we were younger. If you would hang out with someone, it wasn't like two hours, you go for drinks, right? You hang out all day because you're at that age and you can't always drive or there's nothing else going on in your life. You hang out all day. Like I remember spending like literally 12 hours with my boyfriend. You would just hang out all the time, but then you really get to know each other and it's fun. It is fun. And that's what we did. We kicked it all day. Um, we kind of just talked. Actually, what we did do, um, we never, like we'd text and we'd do MSN, but our thing was we would talk like for hours every single night, just talk for hours. No matter where I was, if I was at like my cousin's house for like a get together, I'd just sneak away. I'd go in my cousin's room and we'd just talk. I, I'd give her that time just to talk to her. I'm like, hey, I'm at my cousin's house. This is what we're doing. Like, what are you up to? And we just talk. And then I'd come back after and, and kick it with my, with my cousins and stuff. That's romantic. That's really cute. <laughs> yeah, and that was and that was our thing. So that's how we got to know each other, and I think that's how we got super close, and that's how we got like to know each other as uh, as people. Because like again, we live far away, and then that's how we kind of communicated and stuff. So it's like a long term or long distance relationship, but you're in the same city. Yeah, it basically was. Yeah, because you have to just communicate through text and phone calls, and that forty five minute bus ride is just. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and we can only hang out on on holidays and like days off. Like there was one time we went 
and hung out at, at Garden City Mall. <laughs> and it was actually a double date. Me and my homie, like the girl, um, the guy that referred that referred me, yeah, the refer friend. Well, let's call him the refer friend guy. There was one time we kicked it at, at Garden City Mall. I kind of walked around, you know. Like, Did he get like a discount or something for referring her? Like, <laughs> bro, you already uh, <laughs> maybe 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 you should have. But yeah, we we just kind of like hung around the mall. I don't know did her own thing but what was funny was that day that that day um uh it was first it was our first time going on a double date right so we pulled up to garden city um get up we on got on the bus or no 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 uh so he had a license he got my he didn't fail four times like i did <laughs> okay. first i think he got first try oh wow yeah and then he already had a car it was his older sister's old honda his old car right so we pull up to Garden City, and then um, we meet up. We meet up with both of them uh, for like a few hours. We walked around, did some stuff, and then when it was time to go, when we got back to the car, man, he left the car running, and we locked the keys in the car the whole time. The whole time. Oh my god, that's such a license first try type of shit to do. <laughs> yeah, but it was the it was the funniest thing. So we're like, what do we do? So we had to call um, one of our other friends to get to his house ask his parents for the spare key and then again he lived in transcona like we all did so from from transcona all the way to garden city drop off the key and then they had to drive back oh god yeah. but it made for like a like were a the girls story. still with you at that time oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah it was it, i think it was just like a funny experience that we all um <laughs> that, that we all got to like um i guess experience basically so um yeah um, but then after that, yeah, we just started to, to hang out, to hang out more. And then we actually started dating into like university and stuff. So, um, I graduated before her. She was a year younger than me. Mm-hmm. So I was already university and, and she was, yeah, she's like grade 12. So I was already, I was already at school and stuff. So that made it easier. Cause I, my classes, they weren't, um, like I took, I think Tuesday, Thursdays off. So I, I, I go to her school and stuff. Still busting though, obviously, but wait, wait, wait. Let's back up here. <laughs> What's up? So, so you would straight up take the bus and then pull up to her high school? Yeah. And then go hang out at inside the high school? Mm-hmm. her high school? Is yeah. that allowed? Weren't they like who's this creepy guy? I feel no. like that's not allowed. What you gotta know about this high school? Um, I just blended in. Asians. <laughs> mad Asian. mad Asians in the school. So I was just another one of the kids like they, they couldn't tell the school had like a thousand students okay <laughs> a thousand students so, so I, yeah so like what did her friends think would you hang out with her and her friends yeah we just kick it in like the cafeteria and stuff they're probably like who is this cool older guy coming to hang out with us true you're in university it's mm-hmm. like oh, wow yeah or like who's this loser <laughs> Jane was high school. but we were we were a year apart yeah so I, it wasn't Bust that big of a the deal high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Buzzing, buzzing to the high school actually there was one time where um i surprised her i didn't tell her i was coming and then um i asked one of her friends like yo what's her locker combo can you, you hit in her locker <laughs> no like i i got flowers and i and i put it in her locker and then when it was um what's that called when you change spare yes no yeah i guess so or when you like change classes you gotta Class get change what is that called Remember? i'm a teacher i have no idea what that's called i don't know it's, thought it was, it's just break the time before your class yeah you get that five minute break to grab your stuff and go to the next class whatever that was so i timed it where she went and then she opened the locker there was flowers there she was so confused and then i just popped out i'm like hey what's up okay that's romantic that is so cute i just don't 
know you like this. <laughs> like I knew you probably around this time, I would say. No. Years after? You were in university when I met, when I met you. Uh I think not you were. yet. Not, you you go well, to university and you would come to work. I think not yet. I think I was I was nineteen. Okay. I met you when I was twenty. But like twenty one. That shit's cute and I <laughs> wow. grew out of it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you just don't have anyone to well, do cute things. Keep in for. mind this is like my first relationship, so I was I was gung ho, you know? Going all in. Yeah. Like I, I watch a lot of um Korean dramas. <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever watched those, but no. a lot of my inspiration was like watching those. Can't say I have. <laughs> okay. Well, learning more about me, but yeah, a lot of those and I don't know, I was, I was just kinda invested in this girl. Like any, I feel like anything I kind of get into, I, I get pretty invested, you know? So that's, I guess that's the kind of stuff that I did. And it, and it was like that for like, yeah, for like the whole four and a half years. Um, yeah. And then she was great. Um, uh, like she was really chill with all my friends. Like all my friends got along with her. And I think that's important. Do you guys think that's important? Making sure your significant other is kind of chill with your friends. I think it's so important, but also what, like I said last, uh, the podcast about me is that my first boyfriend, our friends were all integrated. And then my second boyfriend, uh, long-term boyfriend was the opposite. And so now I think my husband now, Darian, he's a middle ground where I feel like I can integrate him into my friends. And it was so huge for me for him to be part of it because you want you want to be able to have them around your friends your friends are like your family right i think it's huge yeah i think you have to have like a kind of an mm-hmm. in-between like you want them to be able to get along with your friends but you also want to have your own separate life a little bit with your friends my ex was shitty with my friends and was always rude towards them so i could never bring him around and like i would feel guilty because i would be gone half the time and I'd come back and i'd be like hey well i want to hang with my friends but i also need to make time for you and then I couldn't like mix it together because he would not make an effort. So yeah, it's a big thing having them be friends with your friends. You definitely want, yeah, you want them to get along. Mm-hmm, for because sure. you want to be able to not only integrate that part of your life, but you want to be able to talk about maybe some ups and downs and not have them hate that person. Because if they don't know them and you're only talking about the bad things that happen, which which does tend to happen with friends, you vent about this happened or he did this or she did that or she said that. And and then they only hear about those bad things and then they don't get to see the other side of that person. Yeah, definitely. You just like you, you tend to paint the person in the bad light when things go bad because you're in a vent about that. And then but then they might have very great qualities and they don't really get to see it unless unless you're bringing them around. Definitely. Yeah, it was pretty chill. It was um wh- another thing too with having um your significant other be really comfortable with your friends. You don't gotta babysit them. You can just let them be. Yes. You don't have to worry about making them feel comfortable. You don't gotta watch over them all the time. Like there are times where me and her, like I wouldn't be with my group of friends, and then she'd just chill with them. Like it was like that. Like that's that. good. Yeah, you don't want to babysit someone. Yeah, that's super important. No, and then that was chill too. So, and I was like that with her. F- friends yeah like i don't know i was cool with them too mm-hmm. so um but more importantly i was chill with her cousins she she um her family um i feel like i hung out, i hung out a lot with her family like all the time it sounds like you're like a big family guy do you is that a big thing for you your significant other has to get along with your family are you around your family a lot 
Yeah, yeah, because like growing up, I'd see my family like every week, every weekend. Because like um, growing up, we all went to church together. Mm-hmm. And like I'm tight with my cousins, so like every week I'd see them. So I guess that's why it's important to me, or like why I find important, you know, or I'm just used to it. So no, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle's family is even important to me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my mom loves you, man. I love Kyle's mom. She's like what I strive to be in life for real. Aww. <laughs> and then like his cousins are at all the party. Oh. They're great. Yeah, you've been my cousins, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, oh, I'm not going to tell this story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which one? Like, what, what? One of the cousins, we were at one of Kyle's, like, parties or birthdays or something. And they said, oh, I recognize you. You're the girl that's always throwing up on Kyle's Snapchat. No. <laughs> the worst first impression. I'm like, there's a lot more to me than that. But, like. The pint on a Tuesday just gets me going. Like it just, the bottles of wine are. Half price. Oh my God. I, I think they were $9 or something. Mm-hmm. $9 bottles of wine at the pint. We would buy a bunch wow. and just chug them on the dance floor. <laughs> and then on, he would on a Tuesday, you. you guys, mm-hmm. on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday, yeah. Club going up on a Tuesday, but like I was a teacher, I'm pretty sure. I don't know what I was doing, but I was doing some shit that I shouldn't have been doing. You just probably didn't have a hangover the next day because you're just throwing it up the night before. Because we're young, I couldn't do that now. Even if I go on a Friday, I'm out of commission for a few days. No hangovers uh, for me takes me like a full day. Sometimes it lasts two days, like a week. Sometimes I I was pretty good though for most of my life, and now it's just turned awful. Do you think old? Do you think it's because we're old, like you mentioned, or is it because when we're younger we don't care? We just dealt with it, you know. No, I no, think it's because we're getting it's old. old. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. I could not, I don't know, I feel like I'm dying inside, not just on the outside, like my whole being is dying every time. <laughs> you like anxiety. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. anxiety is bad. That's a good way of putting it. Oh, definitely. Anxiety. You've never heard that before? Never. No, never. Oh my God. Never. I've heard it so much and I always refer to it. I'm like, I have anxiety today. And like, you know, you didn't do something too stupid. Like you probably did a little bit, but. You just feel so shitty yeah, about like, everything that you said or did or, and then you just feel like you're the worst. Yeah. And then everyone's like, I didn't even know you were drunk last night. And you're like, oh, Okay. Or they might have been like, yeah, you were really drunk last night. <laughs> and even if they say they didn't uh, think you were drunk, you're still like, it doesn't matter. I hate myself. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay, anyway, sorry. We got really off topic there. So she was close with your family. You were close yeah. with her family. Yeah, I was close with her she parents too. Cool. We were close with each other's parents. So, so what like, happened? What was the downfall? Uh, um, It's one of those relationships where uh, the one party gets super comfortable Mm-hmm. And the things that you did in the past, you kind of just stop doing, you know, okay. all that stuff that kind of brought you guys together. You just get comfortable and kind of just like dwindles off. You Were know? you the one party? Yeah, it was me. Most of the breakups that I'm in, it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> to laugh which, at that, but which, I love the responsibility you're taking. Oh, yeah, yeah which is fine because like it's, I learned from it, you know. So everything that I learned from my past breakups, any mistakes I've done, I've like gone over them in my head and they're like, okay. And then I'll kind of try to not to do that in the next one, or you kind of just learn from them, you know, and stuff like that. So, so on my part, I just got super comfortable. So all that like, in the beginning, all the flower stuff, it kind of just started slowing down. It's just like because we we hung out all the time, we we're close with each other. So mm-hmm. I kind of just lost sight of that. And then um, what it was, um, um, there was things that was important to her, and then I just kind of stopped attending. 
So was she telling you that she wanted you to do this stuff or she missed it? Like, was she communicating that or just at the end when you guys broke up that yeah, came out? It was, just, it was just at the end where um, I guess it, I guess it added up, kind of piled up. And then eventually it's, it's kind of what, it's kind of what ended it, you know? Um, and then at that point, I think, yeah, after that point, um, she kind of started talking to another guy and then that's, and then after that, it was just kind of like, it was just kind of done. She mentioned like, Hey, I met this other dude. Well, you guys were still together. Ooh, yeah. Let's fight. So you guys yeah. were together and then she started like entertaining someone else. Not in a, yeah. entertaining isn't the right way to say that for her because she seems like the sweetest. Yeah. So basically everything that I wasn't doing, this guy was, you know, when you get that to that point where this guy's not doing anything, but this guy's filling that void. I think that's kind of what it was. Mm -hmm. And then I don't, I don't blame her for that. Like we're both young, right? I was, when we broke up, I was 21 and she was 20. Right. Do you think that played a big part in it too? Oh yeah, for sure. This is like our this is like my first ever serious relationship. Four and a half years is a long time. That is. No matter how old you are, I think, right? It's kind of interesting because all three of us, the way we spoke about our first relationships, really, were we speak highly of them. Like you're friends with the first guy that you were seeing. You speak very highly of your ex. I speak very highly of my first boyfriend. Like I think that. It just goes to show how much like first love can really impact you and how you're your best self when you meet them because you really are just so innocent and you're not jaded to so many things and you just really put in your all into it. Yeah. And like that length of time when we broke up, man, you don't know how to deal with that. I didn't know how. Like how do you deal with all that kind of pain and like anxiety and like the unknown? Because basically when you break up, it's like, what's she doing? Normally she's talking to me. You know, like, like normally this is the time where we would talk for like an hour and kind of catch up and see how our day was, you know? And then when that stops happening, you kind of, your mind kind of gets all jumbled. And I realized that I could, during that time, I needed to be with my group of friends, like my homies. Anytime I was alone, I would get in my own head mm -hmm. and then it would just be the worst feeling ever. I was devastated, man. That's a big like chunk of your life, especially like 19, 18, 19 to 21. That's like a huge part of when you're like growing up and then you're you're sharing it with this person and then you have to figure out how to live your life after that. That's definitely tough. Did you realize um, right when you guys broke up all the things that you weren't doing or were you kind of, did it take you a while to really see it clearly? It took me a while. Um, in the beginning, I was just like, man, this sucks. It was always like me, like, man, this sucks. Like, like I can't, I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to handle this. And then after a while, you kind of figure out, like, why did this happen? Like, what made this whole thing occur? And you just kind of think back. It's like, okay, maybe I missed out on this and that. And then um, it helps even more when you talk about it with your friends. Because, like, they see a different perspective from the outside from what you see when you're actually in it, you know? Definitely. And then, yeah, and then they kind of look like, hey, maybe in this situation you shouldn't have done that or you, sh you should have done this instead or you know like just things like that and you're like oh frick yeah maybe and then that's how i started to like self-reflect and be like okay okay maybe i should um not get so comfortable or kind of like i don't know just change things up or you know it's really hard to keep things exciting and new and fresh and like it is like relationships are work nonstop. Like it never stops. It, I think sometimes people believe that you get into a relationship and then you're just comfortable and then you're just in a relationship. But like it is constant work. It's, I, I personally don't feel like it ever 
stops being work. And if at any point you feel like you don't need to work anymore. You probably do. (laughs) Yeah. Like it is not, uh, there's no point where you need to stop trying because everyone always needs to feel that effort. And it's, it's easy to get used to the treatment you have. And it's very easy to stop the treatment that you were given. Yeah, what's crazy too is like now that I think back, like we never really argued a lot. And when we did, it was because it was my fault. But when we like we never argued because like I was a I was a pretty chill guy. Like I never really got jealous. Like I, I trusted her. And I think that's what's important in a relationship, like trust. Like she could chill with her guy homies and I wouldn't I wouldn't it wouldn't be a big deal to me. Just because at the end of the day, I trust her. I know she's with me. I feel that when I'm with her. I feel that when she talks to me, you know, and says things to me. So like trust wasn't really a big deal to me in terms of like being jealous. Mm-hmm. I just, I just knew, but yeah, we didn't argue a lot, which is, which is kind of crazy. I, th- I think that's normal though. I think for the first relationship there, you don't have all these insecurities and things that have happened in the past that are impacting you, right? It's like a fresh slate. You're just starting from, fr- from scratch you have and, no reason not to trust them. Like you don't yeah. have past experiences that have like stopped you from that. Like maybe some people do like within their family or things that have happened, but usually first relationships you're going in fresh. Yeah, I think so. But you know what? I think we're going to take a quick break right now and uh, we will be back with the second half of Kyle's relationship history. Stay tuned. Hey guys, I just want to take this time to let you know about Rentary, a peer-to-peer app that allows you to gain new experiences by renting anything, anywhere. On the app, you're able to browse through the three different categories available, active, adventure, and art. But if you want to find something more specific, you can use the built-in search function to find rentable items in your area. But Kyle, I can't find any items available in my area. Well, you can be the first to start your own Rentary community. So download the Rentry app available on the App Store and Google Play Store and start renting your own items today. But anyway, let's get back to the podcast. Welcome back to the It's Nothing Serious podcast. We just finished off hearing about Kyle's first long-term relationship, started off with MSN, ended up with him reevaluating his relationship choices. Yeah. Is that a, that's a bad way of putting it? Uh, uh, I wouldn't say reevaluating just self-reflecting that's all that's a good way of putting it yeah and that's what i did i did a lot of um self-reflecting after we broke up i didn't i didn't really date for a year like i just chilled to myself for like a year like um that's actually that's how long it took me to kind of get over it a year do you think it took you longer to get over it because she met someone else like do you think that i think kind of made it i think it kind of made easier um the way i see it um she wasn't happy with me and there were things that maybe this new guy could feel you know and then um the way i always think about relationships is just like as long as they're they're happy i'm i'm let's go with me because like i'd rather have them be happy with someone else than be miserable with me you know that is insanely mature mature it's very mature yeah and uh love that you said that it's honestly not many people can say that but I love that. And I have the same perspective, honestly, and not that I'm mature, but I honestly feel so great about all of my exes and the people they're with. And I just feel like it makes sense to them. And I'm happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, I guess 
because I really cared for her at that time, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I, man, I love this girl. Like, I really cared for her. So, like, as long as she was happy, uh, uh, whether it was with me or without me, you know, that's all that's all good with me. Um, but with, like, the self-reflecting for, like, a year, it was tough, man. Like, there were times where it was just, like, man, like, what the heck's wrong with me? Like, what did I, what did I do wrong? And then like, you self-reflect on that. And then there are times where it gets even worse, where it's just, like, man, I shouldn't have been in this relationship you know you kind of be you become spiteful like you go through a wide range of emotions and and that's what was tough just like kind of gauging like how to deal with it you know and then what helped me is like just being distracted hanging out with with groups of friends like just not being alone and being inside your own head because when you get in your own head like it's it's it sucks you know yeah you start running through like all the what ifs and what you could have done different and things like that it's definitely good to just sometimes not think about it you just become overcritical i think like you just really start to be very hard on yourself about all these little things that are out of your control and you couldn't have known it's just it's a learning everything is a learning experience and if you're not going to make these mistakes with her then you wouldn't have learned and been better for the next one and the next one and so on and so forth yeah exactly and then you just repeat the same thing over and over and then you don't grow as a person because like that's what i think I want in relationships now i want someone that can help me grow you know it can't be just one person up here and one person down here i feel like when you're a relationship you're a team you grow together you make you make each other better you know i think that's i don't know that's what i feel what do you guys think kyle i feel like you were deep as fuck you are like i am just like shit ladies line up yeah chelsea and i are frowning off right now Okay, Kyle, let's move on, honestly. Okay. They tell us about your next relationship. I want to hear something bad about you. <laughs> um Okay, uh yeah, so it, it was like a year or so. Like I wanna say like a year and a half. And then um the next person that, that I, I pursued and got in a relationship with, it was again, it was with uh the same group of friends, like acquaintances. So I don't know. Like every time I meet a new girl, so like I either already have rapport with them or i get referred so (laughs) it's like a straight up resume type thing here it's like a job interview (laughs) they like list the pros and cons with them like (laughs) you have a whole resume filled out and like these are my qualifications this is where i went to you just have it and then you send it to them yeah (laughs) yeah i guess so um but yeah this this new person i just kind of i just kind of hit her up um i was just like hey like what are those for and i pointed at these things around her ankles um she played she played volleyball so <laughs> it's like, like a shun house arrest <laughs> <laughs> i was i was like a major waiting i was like <laughs> but i was genuinely curious because like what is that and it's just like ankle brace that's all it was sure <laughs> you've <laughs> never seen ankle brace before no this is in. <laughs> i don't know nothing about volleyball it's like what is that and then that kind of started the the conversation so uh yeah then we started we started talking uh talking and it was the same thing over again just getting getting to know each other hanging out all that fun stuff uh at first i was kind of hesitant like am i actually kind of looking to do this or, or ready to do this but the way i gauge things like I, I feel comfortable with her um once you feel comfortable with someone i think that's that's when you kind of know it's like hey maybe this could be a thing when you when you allow yourself to be yourself in front of somebody else like a stranger mm-hmm. i think I think that's a good time to, to gauge how how far you want to go with this person. Do you guys agree? Yeah, I think that once you are 
hanging out with someone and then you feel comfortable and you kind of want to hang out with them again and you just like keep being like, oh, that was fun. That was fun. And eventually you just kind of let your walls down and then it just turns into dating without you even actually realizing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with, um, with this, uh, with this next person, uh, we dated for two years, but it was two years like on and off. So the first relationship, four and a half years, didn't really argue much. This next one, it was two years on and off. And then we we kind of argued like quite a bit. And that's the first time I kind of experienced that, you know? It's just like, whoa, this is how it is when you're like on and off. You argue and then it's good for like a few months. And then boom, you argue again. And then it's good for like a few months. So like this was another thing that I didn't know how to deal with. Because like the previous relationship, yo, it was chill. We didn't really argue at all or as often. But this one is just like, whoa. Like this is this is a different thing. So when we did argue, um, it was kind of over the same thing. So the first time we we argued, she straight up basically said she wanted to break up with me. I was like, oh, okay. And then we've already been talking for like maybe a month or two. I was like, okay, cool. I've I've been broken up with before. I kind of know how to handle it now. So. Uh, <laughs> Like I got this. Go ahead. <laughs> so why did why did she want to break up? Like how did it just I don't know. go from zero to hundred? I, I don't know. She just kind of messaged me. I was literally I was on the bus home. Oh, she messaged you. <laughs> I was on the bus home Had from work. The fourth test yet? <laughs> yeah, I was. I think I was on the bus home from work or school. All of a sudden, she just kind of mentions like, "Hey, I think such and such. This that. This is why we should break up." I was like, "Oh, okay." Um, and then immediately I'm just the like, most oh, chill reaction ever. <laughs> was it out of nowhere? Or yeah. Like, oh, okay. I was like, oh, okay. Um, well, cool. Like that's your decision and I'll, I'll accept <laughs> She's it. She's probably pissed. Like, She's like, oh, 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 this is not the reaction I wanted. <laughs> at the, at the end of the day, I was like, oh, frick, here we go again. It's my fault. I was like, okay, cool. I'll do with it. It's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. We're still early. It's not that bad. So I get, I get home and then I think the conversation just ended. I get home. I'm chilling. All of a sudden, uh, uh, I get a text from my buddies like, "Hey, you want to go for wings? I'll pick you up." I was like, "Oh, cool, yeah." And I was like, "I I could go for some wings right now. I just got <laughs> broken up with, you know." So he's like, "Hey, cool. I'll I'll let you know when I'm here." So then I'm just chilling in my room. He's like, "Hey, yo, come outside. I'm here." I was like, "Okay." So I walk outside, and then um, I don't notice his car there. I was like, "Where are you?" And he's like, "Yo, have fun." I was like, what? And then I look, and it's 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 the girl that broke up with me, chilling. Wait, 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 wait. What? So did yeah. her and your friend conspire about you guys? Yeah. But then why wouldn't she just ask you to hang out? I, I don't know. So I'm like, what the heck's going on? So I, I walk over to our her car and get in. I'm like, yo, hey, what's going on? And then she, basically what happens, like, she wanted to get back together. I was like, what? I thought you wanted to break up with me. So we kind of drove around, kind of talked things over. And then I was like, okay, sure. And that's what I did. We just got back together again. And that continued for the next two and a half years on and off. So she just, she just didn't have reasons to break up or like? Not yet. And then I realized what it was after. But yeah, that's how it started. So she just like every now and again would be like, we yeah. should break up, would break up with you. And then a few hours later, or the next day would be like, let's get back together. Yeah. So last podcast, we talked about Chelsea and like the excitement of like 
not to put a label on it, but like the toxicity of like breaking up and getting back together and the ups and downs and like people get addicted to that. Was it something that you found you enjoyed or were you just willing to put up with it because you just really loved her? I don't think you ever enjoy it. Like you don't enjoy mm. it. It's like, I think that's the wrong word. Wrong word. Yeah. Did you find that exhilarating? Is like, that the right word? Do you think, like, do you find it like pulled you in? Or, no, like, it definitely know. wasn't fun, but mm-hmm. I was willing to make things work. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, maybe this is something I need to work on myself that I was lacking in the last one. I need to make this work. Mm-hmm. That's all it was, basically. You know, just self improving, growing together. That's what I focused on. So then, because of your <laughs> you learning from your last relationship then you started to overdo those things that you yeah. lacked in the first one yeah, with I, this next one. I wasn't reading the situation every time. I wasn't really listening to what she was trying to tell me or what she was saying. Mm-hmm. I was trying to do like a copy paste. Like I did, I didn't do this last one. Maybe I'll do this, this one. And that doesn't work. No. You know, no. copy paste. No, <laughs> you know. So over time, we kind of talked and it was just like, eventually, basically what it was, um, it's because I grew up, like I told you guys, like my parents, um, they brought me to church every weekend since I was a kid. So I grew up Christian. And then for her, she grew up Catholic. Even though they're kind of similar, they're not the same. Mm-hmm. They're not the same. So basically what it was is because I wasn't the same religion as her. It was kind of a an, an issue for her, you know. Um, so that's basically what it was kind of at the end of the day. And then I was like, okay, but how how do I do that other than like, how, like, how do I fix this other than kind of acknowledging I don't want to do it or acknowledging, sure, I'll switch religions for you to save, not save, but like to kind of fix Feels this whole, re- yeah, so we, so we can kind of stop arguing. But thinking back, I'm like, why would I do that? You know, like for her, religion was important, but if it was important to her, like I wouldn't want to switch religions for the fact just as just to be so we could be happy together and kind of save the relationship. I would want to be fully immersed in it and kind of convert for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that like religion is a part of your life, but it isn't a large part. It's part of your life because that's how you grew um, up yeah. and your family. But I don't think that like like the way that you speak about it, it's that religion was a big part of her life. And so even if you would have converted, you might not have been religious enough. So mm-hmm. it, it still wouldn't have made much of a difference. And that's what I kind of mentioned to her. I'm like, hey, like, I'm not really religious myself. So like, if I were to convert over, like, I wouldn't be like full tilt with it. And it like, you know, it wouldn't make any sense at yeah. all. Yeah. Like she, it sounded like she wanted you to be as religious as her and in her religion. Is this something that she didn't tell you until the end as well? Yeah. It was kind of at like the butt end. And then, uh, yeah. And then it was just the same thing over and over. And I'm just like, I can't basically at the end of it, I'm just like, Hey, like I can't do this for you. You know, if I'm going to do this, I want to do it for the right reasons, you know, and and make things work. But because I'm in this spot in my life and this is how I view religion and stuff. Like, I don't think I'd be able to do this for you. And it just ended basically. I was the, I was the one that texted her and be like, Hey, like this is kind of done, you know? Mm-hmm. So how long were you guys? Um, Cause you mentioned it was about two years. 
So you guys were breaking up and getting back together. When did that start? Was it almost at the very beginning or was it about... Like a first argument you mean or just like... The first like breakup instance where you first broke up and then got back together. Like that whole thing. I think that was like a month or two in. Damn. Three months in almost. Yeah. Did she try at any point to try and like integrate you into it or like introduce you into her faith? and show you what it's like or was it kind yeah of, yeah yeah there were times where i visited the church like i, I i've been over to her place like, mm-hmm. like i've i've met her family like this and that but every time i was there i don't know i could tell that they were very nice to me but they weren't really accepting of me for some reason do you so. think that they had a big like pull on her in that in that way and that's very, maybe very, why very much so mm-hmm. and, and i respect that you know, like um, in our culture, like Filipino culture, you're very respectful to what your parents and your elders say, you know, like yeah. this is if they tell you something, you follow it. And I, I, I understood that and I respected that and I realized what it was. And then I was just like, I can't do this for you at the mm-hmm. end of the day. And that's what it was. Yeah, that's fair. Do you have any regrets looking back on your relationship with her? No, I don't. Again, it was another experience that I had to learn and how to deal with so i learned how to not deal with arguments and break and breakups you know this kathleen because mm-hmm. like the way i dealt with it i was just like oh frick here we go again hey i'm gonna leave you alone text me when you're good and i would just ignore her, which is not a good way yeah like chelsea you can only not imagine if way. you're upset and then they're like i'm gonna give you space and you're like hey well like i need That's space for a I bit want. but like not this much time or like can't we have a conversation and i felt like uh like because i was close with kyle when this was happening and i felt like he would just kind of be like oh she's mad and then he and i'd be like oh so like what did you guys talk about he's like oh we haven't talked i'm just gonna give her a space and i was like "Mm, not sure if that's the best solution i think that's a hard thing to figure out as well like some people need their space some people want to talk it out and to find like a happy medium and like figuring that out it's it's a weird conversation to have i think as well i mean like if we're mad like do you want me to give you your space you want me to talk to you like how do we handle this and i think there's comes a point where you have to figure out like a happy medium what is going to work in that relationship because like i i like to talk things through but other people need some space for a bit and need to think it through before they talk it through but i i like i'm like i want to talk about this now i want to get it over with i think it's important just to communicate what you need in those moments like i've gotten very good at saying like um like right now I just need my space and we can talk about this later and we're going to get back to it and I'm upset, but I'm not mad and we'll talk about it. Mm -hmm. I think it's just mature to know where you stand and then be able to figure out where they stand and be able to communicate it in a respectful, mature manner um, that isn't arguing. If you don't communicate what you need or what you want in those moments, you can't expect your partner to be a mind reader that's a good good thing to say people can't read minds no (laughs) they cannot even though sometimes we feel like they can you really once you take a step back (laughs) they cannot i don't know if i want if i if i would want that just reading someone's mind oh my god no that'd be terrible like how would you work things out you wouldn't you would just know the exact exact answer and that's all it would be you know like the other person would would not grow right no, there's no growth in that because you're not learning. You're not making mistakes. The only, I don't know, Darian always says, if I don't make mistakes, I don't learn. And I'm like, ugh. But like, really, it's true. Like, yeah. if if you when I make a mistake at work, the only reason that I get better at work is because I'm like, well, I've really fucked that one up. Mm-hmm. And that is the only way I'm growing. 
Yeah, exactly. And what's cool about growing in a relationship, when you get with people, you take on their mannerisms, you kind of take on what they teach you and what you teach them. And it's cool, man. Like you kind of mold yourself into this person where like, yo, I'm this now, <laughs> you know, you're just taking bits and pieces of what you learn. And you're just like, yeah, I'm a different person. And then that's how you can tell that there's growth. And it's really great. I feel. Yeah, I love it too. Okay. So what happened after her? Um, so after that, um, basically <laughs> it's like where I'm at today, I haven't been in a relationship for like six years now we broke up in like 2015 it's 2021 it's been like so six have you years. been dating like yep. what if just <laughs> yep yep <laughs> you've just been on the apps like dating yeah. here and there and it hasn't turned anything more just nothing serious no it's basically okay. it's, yeah. it's nothing serious yeah no it's it's a lot of like i i'll hit up girls it's either i get ghosted hit them up on msn yeah no no not anymore <laughs> <laughs> yo i repeat msn though those are like the good days it was yeah but i never man i never even got ghosted on msn now like i've i've been ghosted like so many times i've been ghosted so much i should be like a freaking like medium you know what i mean just channeling <laughs> these freaking ghosts ghosting is quite common now though i hate it i, I think don't it's love so it. rooted immature to ghost i've done it once and i didn't like how i f felt about it and just like you she called me out i remember um i went to i was talking to this girl and then um like she was very nice very intelligent but like the conversations were very dry mm -hmm. where it was always me starting the conversation you guys ever had that yes I mean, all the time it <laughs> happens all the time isn't it horrible it's like ringing trying to wring water out of a dry towel that's mm -hmm. what it is mm -hmm. it's like a what is it called? Euphemism? <laughs> Metaphor? Metaphor. Analogy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what it was. So then um, what happened was I went to my cousin's wedding in Mexico. I texted her, hey, I'm going to be in Mexico for like two weeks. She's like, okay, cool. And then when I got back, ghosted. Didn't even messenger. It wasn't until like a few days later, I was like, hey, so like, what's going on with you? <laughs> and then she called me out. It's like, hey, like, what the hell? Like, if you don't want to like talk to me anymore, just let me know. You know, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And then that was it. Yeah. So that's the only instance I ghosted someone. But after that, karma hit me like a motherfucker. I got ghosted by so many guys. <laughs> after, you know? Maybe that's what it is. I honestly, karma. I do not ghost people. And like, I, but I also just feel like sometimes I say things and I'm like, I don't want to like, I don't want anyone to ever believe it's about them because it never is. Like at the end of the day, it is never anything to do with them. It has to do fully. It's not you. It's me. But like, it's true. It usually has to do with me or like just something isn't working, but it's hard for, it's a hard pill for people to swallow to just be like, this just isn't working or it's not going to work or we just aren't compatible. People have a hard time dealing with that truth. But I think that that's like, it is a hard thing to deal with and it's, it's rejection. So yeah, you're going to take it hard, but I think the harder rejection is when you get fully ghosted and then you're like wondering about it. If you just like be an adult and tell the person this is why it's not working, like why why are people so afraid of doing that? Like it's, it's just so rude to ghost someone. I don't know. For me, it was just like, I don't want to hurt her feelings. You're hurting their feelings I know. Anyways. I realize that now. I know. But at the end of it, I'm like, ah. Uh. I want to let her off well i was i thought i was letting her off easy but it's just it was just made it worse you, yep. ma you make them like confused and like why question themselves right yeah they're yeah. overthinking and they're overanalyzing like did i say something wrong and they're rereading their text like what did i say like it's a whole thing yeah. i don't know i think just the mature thing to do is to 
I don't, I feel like we've touched on it on all three of our podcast episodes so far. It's like communication. It is literally everything and it does not hurt to just say what you're thinking. And I feel like it's like a lost art form now that people just don't know how to communicate anymore. And we just ghost people or unfollow people or block people or whatever it is. And it just seems like inhumane almost. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think that's the thing as well. Like everything's accessible nowadays. You have phones, you have text messages, you have social media. There's so many ways just to like lose contact with people. But back in the day, people wouldn't do that. They'd pick up the phone and like be like, hey, sorry, like I'm not into you. There was people literally in war sending fucking snail mail, like, <laughs> you know, and they were sending these lo- and they stayed in love. And like, we can't message someone back on Instagram. What? It's not hard. No, no it isn't. And that's what I realized now. Just be like being upfront, letting people know, hey, there's no spark or whatever it may be, you know? So other than getting ghosted a bunch of times, have you had any luck on the dating apps? I've had luck on Bumble. Like Bumble's the only one for me. Tinder, I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm too old. Like, I don't know. Tinder is like a very young app. I think, think? it is. Like, I, I haven't been on Tinder since I was like 20. I think that was the last time I was on there. Like, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too. So I... I've been on Mumble and I just recently like tried out Hinge and Hinge is pretty cool. I really like Hinge to be honest. So I saw Kyle's Hinge profile and I'm digging it. I feel like it's just like interactive and you can really show your personality a lot more. Yeah, it's cool. You can add videos. And that's that's my forte, videos, you know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's cool. Like the prompts, the photos, the videos. It really, it's a really good way to start a conversation both ways. And then um, it's cool. It lets you know when someone likes one of your prompts, your photos, whatever. And then it's just like, oh, I, I didn't see her yet. Like when I was swiping, who's this? And mm-hmm. then you kind of check her profile out. And then if you think you guys would click, then boom, you would just match and then start a conversation. It's, it's actually pretty cool. Okay. So jumping back to um, getting ghosted a bunch, was there any of the people you were seeing in the past six years or in situationships with whatever you want to call it? Um, that you feel like you learned lessons from? Like, is there any major breakthroughs about yourself that you learn during these times? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, basically kind of reading what they want when you meet up with them on Mumble or Hinge. Some people just want to hook up. Some people want to be in a relationship. And I wasn't reading any of that. It was always mismatched. There was one where I just wanted to kind of like hook up, but then she wanted to be in a relationship. And then she... She messaged me, like, yo, we need to meet. I was like, oh, here we go. We met up. It's like, hey, I don't think we're on the same page. I got other people messaging me. Like, I got this dude. He's more serious. And if you're not with that, peace, like, deuces, you know? Good for like, her. I was like, oh, frick, okay. So I learned that. Mm-hmm. Another one was, like, she's she had recently gotten out of a, a, a breakup relationship. And I wanted to be in a relationship, but she wanted to hook up. It was vice versa. I read the room wrong and then ghosted you know so how are you like how have you learned from that to like read the room to know what they're wanting do you just ask yeah like, straight up okay just, just yeah. ask like what do you want like what are you looking for mm-hmm. i think that's what it is now i think for that's me. a good thing communication yeah. communication mm-hmm. is key communication is key but i also feel like when i was on these apps and you would ask someone like what are you looking for they would always be like oh like i don't know I'm just like kind of, I'm not really sure what I'm looking for or just, and it's like, you can just say I'm looking for a girlfriend. It might not be you. Like you can say, mm-hmm. I'm looking for this. However, that doesn't mean like you can 
want something and then date and realize that that person is not for you. I don't think people are scared to say I'm looking for a relationship because they don't want to feel like that person is wanting to commit to them. No, definitely. Like, I think, I think some people are on there and they're not sure what they want yet either. Like you, you, you're going to date, you're going to date around. Not everyone's going to be that person that you're going to be in a relationship. I think it's, it's, it's kind of one thing or the other, like you're not one thing or the other, but like you're either straight up looking for a hookup. You're looking to date and see where it goes and see if you can find that person. Or you're just like, I want to jump into a relationship right away. But well, I mean, that's probably far and few between like some people that just love to date everyone that they go on dates with yeah there's but serial daters out there oh my god oh, yeah. yeah serial daters you mm-hmm. know oh yeah yeah i may be one honestly <laughs> maybe, i think you were at one point maybe like not a long-term relationship serial dater but i didn't know how to be alone but then like commitment terrified me so it was like a weird in between that is a weird in between like you don't mm-hmm. want to be wifed up at the same time you want to be free you know yeah i was like wanted to be my own person and doing my own thing and not tie down you but wanted to I, have that person but like keep the door open just in case yeah i don't know if it was that i was looking for anything though i just i don't know you just kind of want someone around but then i just was like happy being alone because i like doing whatever i want mm-hmm. it's like i just like i do what i want but what that's what's cool you do what you want you know what you want you know mm-hmm. you react to what you want like for me um even though i haven't been in a relationship for six years it was great man like i don't have to well i wouldn't say answer to anybody i don't have to check up on anybody it's just like if you hit me up yo you want to go to earl's i'm like down yeah. immediately down mm-hmm. i don't have to like check in like hey i'm gonna go here i'll be back here i'll i'll follow up with you here you know but i think when you're in a relationship with someone that you love and that makes sense that it doesn't feel like you're checking up on them or like it doesn't feel like, of course, there's times you're like, fuck, I just want to go to Earl's without any conversation about it. But I do think those things don't feel like work or feel like added anything when it is with the right person. Yeah. yeah I, don't know. I think that's all like in, in trust in your relationship, too. And you mentioned that before, like if you have a good relationship, you trust the person, you could do what you want. Okay, well, I think that ends it here today for our third episode of the It's Nothing Serious podcast. Next week, we will have our first guest on our podcast. I feel like I said that a lot of times. Yeah. Podcast. podcast, Yeah, this will be our first guest. I think it'll be fun. I'm excited. I'm excited to have just like new perspectives, different conversations. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I think it'll be cool. Yeah. Anyways, thank you for joining us and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.